0: Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco or check out our website keeptalking.co to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Okay. So, welcome everyone to listen who is listening to our podcast. Today we have Lena who is an entrepreneur leading Echabot, a recycling company, which she's going to explain us a little bit later how she describes her own uh, entrepreneurship. But for now, I would like to start with, uh, what's the story behind Echabot?
1: Well, hi, everyone. Hi, Diego. Thanks uh, for the invitation. Um, So to answer your question, Echabot, um, it's the result of our awareness of the environmental crisis that we're facing nowadays in the world the lower recycling rates that we have in most of the latin american countries so seeing all that my brother and i we created ecobot as an answer to this and to encourage recycling culture and promoting people to recycle every day more
0: okay so i'm guessing that for you to do that you had to make alliances with the big recycling companies already established in the country that would be um something that i'm I'm, I'm very curious about that so please go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that background how you guys dealt with that situation
1: okay so Yes, indeed. We we work with different companies and organizations. We promote recycling culture, but we don't um transform uh, the products, the, the elements, the recycling. We donate all the containers that we collect to different um organizations that are called in Colombia Asociaciones de Recicladores. So we donate all of the materials to them and to other social foundations. So we make a a lot of, um, I mean, research, uh, selecting those uh, organizations that we can work with so that we guarantee that every container that is inside the EchoBot will be transformed into a new product. So yes, we work with them. And also we work with different companies and brands who um, participate in all the eco that we have, uh, that we are operating in Colombia and in other um, countries as Guatemala and Costa Rica.
0: Amazing. Okay. I saw that. I saw that you guys are also outside of Colombia. So um, could you tell us a little bit about, because. You know, the, the reason for this interview is because we have a kind of a, a community where we talk about all these different topics and uh, your company came about when we were talking about recycling and all the process for sustainability. And uh, I'm sure that those who are going to listen to these are going to be quite interested on what is the transformation that happens afterwards.
1: Okay, so um well, I will be talking through our experience in ECOBOT. So um, in recycling, uh, we transform. I mean, we, we as the country, (laughs) we transform all the materials in different new elements, depending on the type of uh, the material that we're receiving. So um, we, in Ecobot we collect the materials, and then We, um, the associations that I talked to you uh, minutes ago, they separate all the uh, plastics because, I mean, most people we think that plastic is just one thing, but one thing it's a a transparent plastic bottle of uh, a beverage and the other thing it's a plastic a plastic container for a shampoo or conditioner, and another thing, it could be a, a plastic container full of uh, flexible packages, like uh, chips, a package or um, milk, a plastic container. So all of these materials can be transformed. They just need to be placed in a a uh, safe place, like Ecobot, so that they we can guarantee the transformation. So um, the, the industrial transformation will be different from one type of plastic to another, and even for Tetra Pak, which are the um, containers of a milk that comes in a box. So that's called Tetra Pak which is also a brand. So um, those containers can be also transformed in different products. So uh, as users, I mean, as people, our uh, duty is to separate at home and then take the materials to a safe place. And then the industry will transform that. Most plastic will be transformed in new uh, plastic containers or uh, the flexible plastic will be transformed into wood, plastic wood, it's called, so that they can build things so chairs or um, houses with those materials. So it depends on the plastic.
0: I've been looking into that. That is quite interesting, uh, plastic woods, and also of course the, the recycling to other containers as well. Um, I'm building a cabin at my farm, and I'm I'm deciding whether to use real wood or uh, plastic wood. So I would like I would like to talk a little bit more about this if you have some knowledge. But before we go there, um, the noise. So as, as I was saying, uh, before we go there. I would like for you to talk about the inspiration for your product and as you know Keep Talking is an English program and what we try to do is show people how having a global mindset is such an important part of the process and of course you know you're you you, uh, have a proficient level of English so I would like to ask you if at some point your Research for these products happens outside of Colombian borders.
1: Oh yes, indeed, it happened outside Colombia. I mean, the inspiration was—I mean, first the um, environmental situation, and then my brother and I we search different um, things that European countries were doing to have better rates, uh, recycling rates than that we do in Colombia. So. Uh, yes, we traveled to Europe and we start started searching what they were doing that we hadn't, I mean, that we couldn't experience before in Colombia or in Latin America. So yes, we traveled and we start searching for answers. And then it was born inspiring and similar machines that do, um, that promote recycling in a different way because it I mean, we saw them in um, Germany and they work similar, but they work with different uh, government regulations that we don't have yet in Colombia. So we got inspired in that.
0: Okay. And so that inspiration happened through your traveling. And then um, what is your Colombian innovation? What is, what is that part that is different? You acquire inspiration and then what's, okay. what's the one thing that you guys added to that?
1: Okay, okay so um, egg- machines, uh, machines like Ecobot, they're called reverse vending machines. So it's like the vending, it's the one that you put money on it and then you get a product. So a reverse vending, it does the opposite. It gets a recycling container and then you get something. Um, the traditional reverse vending, vendings uh, are the ones that you get money out of it. And it works like that in Germany because they have government regulations that we don't have yet in Colombia. So what we did is we built our own machines adapted to our Colombian style. <laughs> so um, we, we, um, we make the reward to be a discount coupon in brands instead of money because we didn't have the regulation that would give us the money. So we make brands to give um, the, the incentive for people. Okay,
0: so could you explain a little bit how it works? Then, if I bring my okay. recycling to Ecobot, first, where where can I find your machines here in Medellin, and also um, what coupons from what brands okay. can I get?
1: Okay, so uh, most uh, Ecobots are, are located inside supermarkets, malls, universities, um, in. In Medellin, we have in different um, malls like uh, Premium Plaza, Mallorca, um, Envigado, Envigado, and different places that you can uh, find in our webpage, ecobot.com.co, in uh, a part that's called Ubicaciones, so that you can see all the points that we have. Um, And, well, first you need to search the ecobot it's closer to your house. Then you get all the containers, could be plastic in general, empty uh, bottles or empty containers or um, containers full of plastic and Tetra Pak. Then it's really simple to use. You only have to um, separate the cup, the plastic um, the container, the cup from the container, place it in the um, hole that's number with the number one and then uh, you insert the bottle or the container and you will get immediately a discount coupon. So it could be a discount in a restaurant, in a product that that you can uh, buy at the supermarket, in an application and many different things. No, but you can take as many bottles as you want so that you can get the ones you, the one, the coupon you want.
0: Wait, so it's random?
1: Mm, sort of, yeah. I mean, we have different uh, coupons. So if you want a particular one that you know that it's um, uh, being configured in that echo, you can take as many bottles as you want so that you guarantee that you have the one that you're searching for.
0: Okay, very interesting in that way. Make it, making it random, it gives equal opportunity to all the brands and all the alliances that you guys have made. Right? Yes, that's the point. Okay. That's really, really intelligent because, um, yeah, in that way I can experience going to a different restaurant or buying from a different pl- uh, platform or whatever, just because I-, I want to use your product. And, um, so I'm guessing that if I wanna find what plastic you take, I can just go onto your website and then you have a description of all the different plastics that you allow.
1: Yes, that's right. In the same webpage, ecobot.com.co, there's a specific part that it's called, ¿Qué reciclamos? what do we recycle in Ecobot?
0: Right. And do you also talk about like the conditions that the plastic has, has to be in?
1: Yes, in the web page and also in our um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, we have all the information and we're cost- constantly sharing tips and information to recycling to for recycling.
0: Nice. Okay. So now um, let's talk a little bit about the struggles you've had. Right. How long has been Echobot um, in the market?
1: Five years, five years ago. We started five years ago.
0: Already. Mm -hmm. So you are you guys have an entrepreneurship that has been running for five years. Congrats. It's like happy birthday for (laughs) entrepreneurships. Like after five years, you're an actual company.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you very much.
0: So let's talk about the struggles. Let, let's uh, talk about the for these five years. What has been? What have been the struggles?
1: Well, struggles and a lot, a lot. <laughs> I just can't even count them. So, like as every um, entrepreneurs, we. Made a, make a lot of mistakes. We invest in what we shouldn't. Uh, we think we're something is going to work and it doesn't. We build our own machines and we invest like 10 times what it costs right now to make an Ecobot. We invest it in the first one. So when you develop something, it's not going to work the, the first time, not even the second or the third. <laughs> you have to keep on trying and uh, be persistent, resilient. Um, So it's really challenging. The thing is that you need to be motivated to continue. So um, a really great challenge was to manufacture our own machines. The second was to start something that Brands and companies were not related to because um, machines like Ecobot, they're well known like 40 years ago in Europe, but they're relatively new here. So, companies, when you try to get brands to be part of Ecobot, five years ago, it was like, I don't even know what that machine is. Like, our first client, she Client, I mean, the first brand that believed in Ecovad, she she didn't even. I mean, she wasn't even sure what Ecovad was at the end. Like she saw, she thought it was like a person receiving things and giving uh, the coupons hand by hand. So it was really like um, challenging to sell something. I mean, to sell the idea of something that uh, nobody, most of people didn't didn't know. So that's the second one. And also too, to start in, we started in Cali and then we, we reach other uh, cities and this year countries. So that's really a challenge to uh, open a new uh, market and to get to know how it works because every city and of course every country works different. So you start to, I mean, just like doing the same thing but in a different way with other people and with other traditions or whatever. So I'll go for those, but there's a lot more.
0: Of course. Yeah, it can be a, a full podcast just talking about challenges, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm also you an know, entrepreneur, so I know. I understand completely. Um, so wait, this is something very interesting that um, I would like to um, just in a way dive deeper in you talk about machines having have have been around in other countries for about 40 years and these sort of machines have only been in circulation or in the market in Colombia for maybe what 10 years would you say
1: mhm yeah or less cuz it was really less. new mm-hmm.
0: okay um so the question i have now that you've been dealing with and you know a lot about the legislation and all this, is the question that I asked myself many times about many of the things that happen here in our Latin American countries, which is why do you think something that has been working for 40 years in other countries didn't get to Colombia for such a long time? When, I mean, we had the internet already for 20 years, right, uh, our congressman, our presidents were traveling to all of these different countries. We have businessmen traveling to all these different countries. Why didn't someone bring something these useful to operate here? Why do you think?
1: Hmm. That's a hard question, (laughs) but I guess there are many facts, many things. Uh, I I think mainly because we as a country were uh, concerned of other basic, more basic things like um, social things, like uh, we have a lot of uh, poor people. We have a lot of um, uh, social differences really marked. Um, So we're worried about other things rather than the environment. It's like, I mean, we have different priorities, and the environment should be a priority too. And it's starting to be. Yeah. So uh, we we have now. We in Colombia we have regulations, not as hard as uh, European regulations, environmental European regulations. But we're starting. So uh, we're we're behind. I mean, we we are. I mean, even in history, we're really years behind. So. That could be one fact the other is the social um situations and and yes we're and also the regulations i mean uh, environmental regulations has have been working in europe for many many years and we just have our first really important regulation it was um i mean uh, placed or established two years ago so most companies didn't care about environment here in Colombia, even though they they're multinationals and they were concerned about environment in Europe yeah companies like uh, multinational multinationals like I mean I, I'm not going to say names but they were concerned there and they weren't here right. till the regulation came
0: so yeah. That is that is something that is uh, hard to understand, right? Like, in a way, I've always thought of United States, of course, no, uh, Canada, and Europe as kind of the future, and even Japan, of course, all these developed countries as the future. And we follow that, those trends. And many of the times, like you said, these multinational companies have to deal with so many of these things, like, for example, all the chemical regulations that we have for for food in all these countries but then they don't get to come here until there is all these huge problems or right health issues that just yeah. explodes and then they affect yeah. us directly
1: and that shouldn't be but it is
0: <laughs> lena at the beginning of the interview i forgot to ask you this one part which is what is your background? Why did you, what's your interest, yours and your brother so much on sustainability and uh, the environment?
1: Okay, well, I'm an industrial engineer and also a business administrator. Um, I, like, since I was little, I knew I want to have, I like, I want to make my own uh, enterprise. So, sometimes was a store or there was some other whatever but i had that clear and then my brother came up to uh, be interested in building a company and so we were both interested in that but we had clear that it had to be something related with environment so that we contribute in our process of making a company we'll, we will be contributing to the environmental situation, and why that—that's mm, a good question. I think my dad he he retired from a company. And millennials. He was, well, it could be that could be one reason, and the other was because he my dad worked in a company uh, in the area that they were replacing um, raw materials like traditional raw materials with new materials that were more environmental um, friendly so that started like something going around so you just um, start realizing things and I mean most people in the world they don't know about the five garbage patches that we have in the oceans or they're not concerned about um, the low rates of recycling that we have so Being in that uh, conversation start to um, make you like answer yourself questions. Um, So it could be that. And we're also millennials. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been to the area of Golfo y Morrosquillo, um, Playona, Turbo? You ever been in that area? No. Not not, not as a company, but as an individual.
1: No, no, I haven't.
0: Okay, I, I was there about four years ago. I was there watching the turtles, how can turtles that come from Mexico migrating, they lay their eggs in a beautiful 13 kilometer beach that is kind of isolated and secluded. And um, it's, it's, it's such a paradise, but it's also heartbreaking to see that is teeming with trash all over the coastline, trash everywhere. So when I was there, I thought on a project where we could build plastic wood with uh, palm trees that are of course abundant and all the plastic that was there. And I thought about it and I converse, I talked about it with some friends and then it didn't reach to the point where it should have reached. because I don't have the time to develop every single idea that I have, but I would like to ask you, uh, what are what what are you what are your ambitions when it comes to developing your products?
1: Well, I mean we have a lot. Uh, first, reaching more places. I mean, right now we have uh, over a hundred Ecobot operating and that's nothing, we need to have more and more. So first reaching more uh, cities and even in the cities we were located, we still need more in those cities. So it could be growing so that more people can be um, recycling. And also we have another, like a lot of projects, like things that we started thinking that they're important, but we need to go one step at a time. So first growing a couple of enriching more people, That's that will be.
0: Okay, could you could you imagine? Um, I'm not sure if this is happening already in Europe or not, but we know that uh, at vacation places, right? Like Cartagena, like on the beach, right? Or places like where you go uh, let's say Río Cristales, where people take their bottles for drinking water or drinking any whatever, right? Could you imagine your machines at these areas?
1: Yes. I mean, we were last week talking about a project called EcoBot Marino, so that we could be closer to the sea, to Cartagena, Santa Marta, Buenaventura, but it's we're just thinking about it. And trying to see how how could it be possible
0: okay very very interesting i hope these conversation sparks a little bit more of that energy because we really need it and maybe we have a listener who is someone related to anything there we i mean we have listeners who are in finland listeners who are all over the united states people living all through the country so you never know you know right these connections can happen and then, um, cool. So last question I have for you before we go here, Lena, is what are you most proud of?
1: Most proud of? Mm.
0: Up to now. Well. Up to now. What are you most proud of up to now? You got to be proud. You're doing something amazing.
1: I know it's just like sometimes you just get stuck on the daily things, um, solving problems, answering emails, and then it comes this question and you just don't know what to answer. But I think it could be to survive five years. That could be one really good thing to be proud of. And then trying to, it could be... hmm, to make a social and environmental impact at the same time with the company. So to donate the recycling uh, materials uh, and to make sure that everything that comes into an Ecobot, it will be it's being transformed into new, different a new product. So that would be the second thing.
0: Oh. It, this is amazing. I didn't know this. So you guys are donating the plastic material. You're not selling it.
1: No, we don't. We don't get one peso from, from plastic.
0: Why is that so?
1: Well, that is because for in Colombia and in a lot of Latin American countries, uh, the recycling it's not only an environmental issue it's also a social issue we have uh, people living through recycling we have a lot of people walking the streets searching for uh, plastic or paper or whatever to sell it and to get money to eat so what we do is we get we collect the recycling the containers and then we donate them we donate to them the materials so that they can have a better life.
0: This is amazing so you're doing both of these impacts that are so important in our society. Wow, okay. How strongly are you communicating that in your social media?
1: Not that much. It could um, get better. <laughs>
0: right, because this is something that could encourage me as a user to go look for your machines instead of the other machines that are around, because I know that you have one, some at Metro, right? And so definitely, yeah, you guys need to communicate this because it's a huge impact that you're doing. Not sure if you, well, once we finish the interview, I'll give you some um, uh, some info that perhaps you're not aware, about yet, aware of yet. Cool, Lena, well, uh, how can our users, how can our, our listeners support you guys
1: mm, by recycling by separating uh recycling containers um at home and then take them to ecobot so remember to search for the ecobot that it's closer to your house in ecobot.com.co or in our um instagram or facebook soy ecobot that's how you find us
0: Okay, and if I'm at the machine, should I like record a video of myself on Instagram, like inserting the plastic? Is there is there some incentive incentive for doing that?
1: Well, that would be wonderful if I mean some people does. If you if you see it, if you go into our Instagram, there's people sharing things. So that's wonderful. And we also have to. Like two every every discount coupon, it comes with two different incentives. One is the discount that the brand gives to you. And then there's another code that you can accumulate in our uh, platform. that's called Plus Ecobot so that you can start counting how much you're recycling. And then we're going to be sending to the five uh, best users that every two months we, we have like a
0: things to give. Okay. Giveaway. Okay. Amazing. Well, Lena, thank you so much. This has been wonderful information that you're sharing with us. Um, I'm glad that you guys are global citizens and from that global citizenship identity, you are bringing beautiful things and impactful things to our country. So appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your time. And that will be it for us. What's
1: the last message you you have? Thank you for the invitation. It was really good to share what we do and to promote recycling through this conversation. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at... Keep Talking, C-O, and check out our website, keeptalking.com.